Do you struggle with a dry, dull, tangled, or itchy beard? Maybe you find little beard hair curls all over the bathroom sink. Have you found that most beard products are too greasy, don't soften your beard, or smell bad in general? If this is you, there is a simple solution to your problem. If you are looking for a change and to level up your beard game, then you need to try Nine Hair Co. Beard Products. These products were created for men of color, all natural and organic premium oils for maximum quality. Nine Hair Co. products will nourish, protect, and soothe your beard and skin. The beard oil is designed for clean shaven to medium beards, while the beard balm is designed for medium to thick beards. Both products relieve itching during growth, adds moisture, and promote shine. Can you use beard oil and the beard balm together? Absolutely, yes you can. For more information on leveling up your beard, click the link for 9hairco.com in the description box below. Co-host Carol J, the Carol J podcast, hanging out with us. Carol J, what's up? Welcome back to the show. What's up? I feel like I've been gone forever, cousin. Yeah, I know. I know what's going on with that. Like, we got to have you back more often and faster. It's been a minute, but right, right. Look, I got time now. Look, yes. And speaking of time, we got time to talk to Nastia Kai. All right, so she's an artist who's coming out of Russia, who is making an impact with her music and her story. How you feel about talking to Nastia? Yo. I'm excited. Look, I, I did a little groundwork. You sent me her info, man. I had to, I had to see about her and her music. She's eclectic, so I, I'm ready to get to know her. You know what I mean? Well, we're in agreement on that because I'm interested in getting to know her too. So I tell you what, let's bring her in and let's have that conversation. All right. You are now listening to the radio show. Crazy show, man. If we got any more black people hop in here, the cops are going to get called. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, the radio show ATL back on the air. Got another great interview. We got hanging out with us. Great singer, Nasia Kai with us. Nasia, thank you so much for making the time to come on the show. We definitely appreciate it. Hi, thank you guys. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're excited to talk to you as well. And, you know, when dealing with someone, you know, like yourself, who who is an artist, it's always good to know where that started with you. So um, let's begin with your wanting to be uh, into music. Um, what started your love for music and, you know, turning that into wanting to pursue a career in music? I mean, the more I talk about it, the more like different things come up. I guess I always wanted to do music since I was a kid, but I never like pursued it professionally because of different things, because I was bullied in school and I wanted to play with the kids. I didn't want to take any classes and stuff because I was like, why am I, why am I sitting at like a vocals lesson if I could be trying to like, you know, make friends basically. So that really um, put me off that. But I guess my first memory of like wanting to songwrite basically is from when I was like 10 ish. 
um, there was this like talent show on TV back home and there was this one girl that I was obsessed with. She was like one of the first people, because uh, I'm from Russia, right? So we're a very like traditional country and they're very judgmental sometimes in terms of the way like artists dress and stuff. And she was one of the first people who would like, she looked a lot of like Avril Lavigne. She had piercings, you know, she had tattoos. She was very like punky, she had dark hair. And I was obsessed with her style, with her, you know, with her voice, with her songwriting and everything. So watching her i wrote my first song and sort of like slowly like bit by bit i realized that that's what i wanted to do and then my dad was also very like musical basically he plays piano really well he sings he always sang in the house um he sings for no reason he's that kind of person he just does it all day long uh whatever he wants to say he will sing it to you so um so it was always there um but i only build up the courage to like pursue professionally i think three years ago ish because um, I always, for some reason, chose to do something different. I always thought that it's not going to work for me. I'm never going to make it. I was insecure and, you know, I wasn't in a good place mentally. Um, so then at some point, yeah, at some point I went to, you know, therapy and I kind of realized that I want to be happy. And music is the only thing that makes me happy in terms of like a job, pretty much. Like that's the only thing I want to do. So here I am. Okay. All right. So nice to know about that background where, um, you know, with artists, um, you know, you usually find somebody that you can resonate with and then you kind of imitate, borrow, and then you make it your own and then you become a, a full-fledged artist yourself. So as being an artist again, what do you feel like you have that makes you stand out as a performer and gives, and you give off that it factor? What do you feel like you bring that other people aren't? I mean, it's always, it, it's really hard to say because I can't really, like, I don't know what my strong suits are in in general like in, in in my personality but i think i personally think what makes me stand out is being very raw and honest like i physically cannot sugarcoat anything i feel like i'm lying and i'm like that with my lyrics and everything so if i want to say something i will just say it as it is i i don't get too poetic you know i don't I don't try to make it seem like it's something that it's not. And also, also like, I try to talk openly about my experiences. Um, I didn't do it as much on the songs that I released so far, but I am planning to, you know, be a lot more open with the releases that I have coming out and the album that I'm working on right now. It's just, I kind of want to talk about everything that I've been through, even the dark stuff to, first of all, let it out. Like, it's very therapeutic and cathartic for me, but also so people can relate to some specific stories, you know, because I feel like a lot of the things that I went through is something that people went through as well, but everybody stays silent about it. So I just want to talk about things that other people don't talk about that much. And uh, I mean, my language of self-expression is music. So I guess that all comes out to me, you know, being an artist and writing about dark stuff, but doing it in a fun way, <laughs> if that makes any sense. No, no, yeah, tur turning that pain into creativity, into some type of joy for somebody or yourself to get it out yeah. there. So yeah, it does make sense, all right? So um, again, so we're talking to singer Nastia Kai, all right? So you can stream all her music on all the major platforms, so that's Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, wherever you get your music, you can find her. And then also make sure to follow her on Instagram at Nastia Kai. Hey, Carol J, do you have something for Miss Nasty? Of course. Look, I was researching about you, girl. So I'm going I'm to let you know that. I, I'm a little, you know, I, I was creeping. I was looking on the gram. I was listening to your music. <laughs> and I love the fact that your music is so eclectic. And oh, thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. And 
it it made me think though you really don't have um uh, you really don't care what others think about you and i like that um what advice would you give to those who are stuck right now like as of right now i teach high school so i have some high schoolers that are afraid to come out of that shell and to be themselves so what kind of advice would you give that to anyone not just to the high school but to anyone who's afraid of coming out of that shell being their natural true self especially with music i mean it took me many 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 years to learn that like i'm 27 now and i think i only became my own person i only you know I feel like myself now that I'm 27, but I didn't when I was 22. It's just a journey. I feel like some things you have to like force yourself and just work through your fears. Like if you're scared of doing something, like you will never know. Like if your fear is, for example, that you're not gonna make it or you're not gonna be good enough, that's all irrational. You have to try and see. And also like nobody gets the privilege of telling you if you're good enough, you're gonna feel that inside of your heart, you know? So the only way you're gonna know is to try things. and. I don't know there isn't there isn't like a recipe for you know success there isn't a recipe for feeling at peace with yourself but i think sometimes our insecurities come from a place where i don't know how to put it but like we're not really friends with our own personality like you're not friends with yourself as a human being and you really have to do that because at the end of the day people come and go friends come and go boyfriends girlfriends come and go but you're gonna have you next to you your entire life like you know you're your own best friend so once you sort of work through that and you're comfortable with who you are everything else is going to follow but that's that's a journey like it doesn't take a day or two you know it's it's so easy to say you gotta love yourself but you're never gonna know how to do that unless you try like it's different for everyone right but also i think i also think it's so like you know we're so many people in the world it's so boring to be like everybody else and everybody has something special you know just use that's that right. like you know I like that. I'm actually going to steal that. You know, you don't want to be like everybody else. You want to be different. <laughs> of course, of course. I know it's such a cliche thing to say, but it's so true. No, I got it. I got it because um, just um, especially in my friend group, I can say that too. I like, let's say I like to wear leather pants and kind of rock out. And then they're like, uh, girl, no. No, we're, yes. we're not doing that. But I I put myself in a little box. I'm like, okay, I have to be like them. I, I can't dress like I want to. I can't, you know, be myself. But I love that. So I, I, I'm going to yes. take that and apply it to, you know, my everyday everyday needs. All right, I see? have this thing where, sorry, I always <laughs> overdress to places because I just, I love fashion. I love dressing up. Like, I've loved that. Like, I've worked in fashion for many years before I, you know, went back to music. And I'm, I'm pretty much always overdressed, always. And there was a point where I was so almost ashamed of it because, you know, like I'd come to like a restaurant or something or a cafe or even the Starbucks and everybody's like goodies, you know, sweatpants, very normal. Right. And I can see like wearing heels because I felt like wearing heels that day. And I felt good about myself when I left the house and when I was at home. But once I stepped outside, like I see people, you know, because some people are still judgy, like they look at you and everything. And I was I wasn't in a bad place. I, I wasn't in a good place with that. I was like, you know, maybe maybe I should like, you know, be more simple and this and that. But there came a point where I was like, why do I care? Like again, like I want to be happy. That makes me happy. Why would I care what other people think? That's right. That's right. I totally agree. Sixty. You are now listening to the radio show.
to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Okay, so today's landscape of music is is ever changing, but um, do you feel like in today's landscape that you feel like there's more attention on the creation around the music and less on the music itself, or do you feel like there's a balance right now? I think it's. Um, I don't think I can speak for the entire industry. I think it's different for every artist because everybody writes in a different way. And, you know, everybody's process is different. So there are people who are, for example, amazing instrumentalists, right? And they will always be very, like, open with how they write. And it's very interesting to see, you know, them playing instruments, you know, them them writing up an opera, I don't know, whatever these people do. But some people will just, you know, take a beat off YouTube and make a masterpiece out of it. And I don't think there's, like, a specific dynamic or a trend or anything. It depends on the song, you know, and how much it resonates with people, a song and aria, whatever that is, like music-wise. So I don't think there's really a dynamic. I think we live in a world where trends are sort of dying out in every industry, be that fashion or music or everything. It's just generally you're going to find your audience regardless. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just... um... My reason for asking that is because it seems like um, in a lot of cases, this is like never before have you been able to have like the history of music in an app where you can study and look because you got Spotify. You know, before you'd have to go and buy, you know, records or buy CDs. Now you have these other streaming platforms where you can study other genres of music without even having to touch it. So I was just wondering if you felt like, you know, more people spend more time, I guess, around the creation of the I guess the glitz and the glamour that goes around it versus the actual artistry. But you you brought up oh. a good point that every artist is different and how they go about it would, would be different depending on what they're trying to accomplish. Yeah, but also, like you said, we have so many resources and that's why different people do different things. You cannot possibly learn everything. For example, I do not know how to produce music. Like I tried to you know work my way, way through Ableton for a year and I can't figure it out, but I play guitar and the piano, you know, like you can't do everything, even though I still, like you said, I go on apps, you know, like I, I use things like simply piano a lot, like, you know, to master my skills, whatever, like we have all that information, but everybody's going to use it differently, depending on what you need and what you feel like you need and what you want to learn. So. Okay. All right. And, you know, again, speaking about uh, your career, being a musician but no matter the career and all walks of life you're going to need people to you know surround you so do you who are the people who um support you and help push you and keep you motivated my dad mostly i say that to whoever asks me about it like my dad is my best friend and he's my biggest fan and (laughs) we've had we've had this conversation a couple of times my dad is around I think he's like 62 now. Um, so when he was young, obviously they didn't have like technology, they didn't have Spotify rap or anything like that. And for him, it's such an accomplishment that my music is up on Spotify and Apple Music because he doesn't understand that you can just upload it. He thinks it's like an insane thing. He thinks it's like equivalent to being picked up by a label or something. So he's so proud of me. He thinks he thinks I'm pretty much Madonna. And like, so whenever I release something, his first question is like, oh my God, is it up on Spotify? I'm like, yes. He's like, congratulations. I am so happy for you. But like, it is so cute. Like I always tell him like, dad, you know, like it's not that big of a deal. That's just how we, you know, stream music. He's like, no, no, no. My daughter is on Spotify. This is amazing. I'm going to tell everyone. 
and he goes up to his friends and everything he's like oh my god can you imagine this happened wow and it's so cute so a hundred percent my dad and generally my family like they're so happy that i'm happy right now because you know they saw me struggle for so many years so like whenever i'm in the studio or something there's like this family chat that we have with like my grandpa my grandpa my mom my dad like my uncle and everyone and they're like yeah you know like if you have like a demo or something send it to us so they like hype me up all the time and then also like my best friend like i've recently made a best friend in the entire world i don't know where she was her entire life but same like we have a very strong supporting relationship so like we always you know sometimes she'll give me ideas and she's the first person that i would send my demos or like even like little i don't know verses or stuff that you know i come up with um and she'll be the one to also like objectively say whether she thinks something needs to be tweaked and everything so I, her opinion really matters to me so yeah, I think it's mostly her and my parents and my family and everybody else, like just, you know, my close circle. Okay. Now that's cool to know. That was a nice story about your dad. And also he's right. <laughs> you should be, that is a big deal. Cause they got some people who are trying to do music who are not on Spotify and you are. So yeah, he's right. It, it is a big deal. <laughs> it, it really is. <laughs> No, right. I don't think I don't think you guys understand how funny that is. Like every time I just crack up, I'm like, oh my god, like really? <laughs> no, he's like, that's my he's like, that's my that's my little girl. Yes, I'm I'm proud I'm proud of that. So yeah, right. I, I don't blame right. him for that. So um just again, so we're talking to singer Nastia Kai, all right. So you can stream her music like her dad, he gonna brag on it. You can go stream her on Spotify, <laughs> Apple, Title, Deezer, wherever you get your music, you can find her there and then follow her on Instagram at Nastia Kai. Carol J, I'm going to swing it back to you to see if you got another question. Oh, for Miss Madonna, of course. Yes. Yeah, for Madonna over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, look, you're a big inspiration. Um, like you said, so your dad is your biggest supporter. He's the one that's pushing you to continue. Am I right? Yeah, of course. So, okay. Do you have those moments when you want to just simply give up? Like you feel like you're your all has been given and the industry is just not doing what it needs to do. Have you had those moments where you're like, oh my gosh, I just want to be done with this? Or if you do, how do you move forward? How do you press on? I mean, I, I have these every other day, but surprisingly, I don't feel insecure when I'm writing or when I'm in the studio. It's when I have my song like mastered and ready to go that's when i start like wanting to back out like it's always i don't know maybe maybe it has something to do with you know like when you listen to something too much because like you know i i wrote it i recorded it you know then we mastered it and like it was always in my head so when i have it and like when i when i upload it on like ditto or whatever there's this moment where i'm like i never want to hear the song again it's so horrible what? nobody's gonna like it no, but like I go through like a thing. Basically, when my song comes out, like I'll post about it and then I go dead for like, I don't know, two weeks because I just can't. Like I feel so insecure and like sometimes I feel like crying. I don't know why it happens in that specific moment, but this is I think this is like the hardest thing for me for some reason. But I think it also has something to do with, you know, your art being put up in the world. And now, you know, that so many people are like, like there's so many eyes on you, even if it's like five people that's still five people you know that's five people like picking your song apart and that's terrifying um so yeah so these are the moments where i'm like super insecure but generally like i don't really think about it because when you're writing and when you're in a studio and when when you're like surrounded by like-minded people and everything like you're vibing and you all you're all like enjoying the process you don't even have the time to think what other people are gonna think about it because like you're you're enjoying it you know so it's like it's just like 
time at a playground, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I would want to be a fly on the wall in your studio session. Like, that would be dope. Um, so <sighs> that that gives me a lot of insight. So it when you when you put it out there, you're nervous, you're scared, but I mean you did it. So at the end of the day, look, um, six, uh, Susan, we we <sighs> She's speaking to me, man. She's speaking to me. <laughs> let's, let's but I'm gonna throw it back to you. But, you know, because right. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be in Madonna's uh, studio session soon. So. Yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get you there. We're gonna get you there for sure, for sure. All right. So let's see. I got, I got one other question for you, and then I'm gonna. Sure. We we have the we have a couple of games that we do on the show, but I'm gonna borrow one from something that my brother does on on another one of our shows and have a little fun with you. But the last question I had is that you know we had discussed a lot of information about your background about your motivations, your team, things of that nature, but we may have glossed over some things. So are there any other um, upcoming uh, projects, music that's dropping, anything that we might have not really focused on that you wanted to give voice to? Please let us know. I mean, I don't really know. The only thing is that I have a lot more music coming out. I am uh, currently on this very ambitious and terrifying journey of releasing something every month. Um, to like discipline myself and also to like, you know, just keep writing basically. Um, so I'm releasing another song on the 27th, um, then another one on I think 15th of November, then December, then January, and then February or March, my album comes out. All right. So I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna like try to promote each and every one of these songs because it's a lot, but just, you know, if you follow me, if you want to, you know, hear what I have coming out and everything, you really should because there's going to be a lot new music, a lot of music. That I'm really excited about. That I hope I'm not gonna get terrified over once I, you know, release it. <laughs> no, we we hope you don't uh, be terrified about. It. We hope you are excited and happy about what's to come with that. And then also to tell the people who will listen to and watch this that also stay tuned to the radio show ATL because we will be uh, playing Nasia's music as well. So you know, we the home for all great music. So just make sure and look out for that as well. So um, you know, thank you for your answer on that. And um, again. Make sure and stream our music. You are listening to the radio show ATL. Please, please stop checking in at the hospital or urgent care, okay? And if we can stop doing that, can we please eradicate the looking sick selfie, okay? How about you just get well and worry about social media later, okay? So. Who, who was like, you know what, man, I'm having chest pains or I'm running a high fever and you say to yourself, you know what, selfie time, let's do it. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. We got um, a couple of, we do a lot of, okay, so KLJ will tell you. We do a lot of silly and goofy things around here, all right, to have fun okay. and whatnot. So my brother does this segment on one of our shows. It's called One Gotta Go, where we'll take a, a category of four or five different things. And it's usually very hard for you to be able to choose on which one of these have to go. But one of them has to get out of here. It cannot stay. So with this okay. one, we're going to go um, in this category. We're going to talk about in this one gotta go is these are, I guess you would say, breakfast foods that are sweet so sweets for breakfast so the four that we have here is we got pancakes waffles french toast and cinnamon rolls all right so that's pancakes french toast um what is it pancakes french toast waffles cinnamon rolls so out of those four 
Which one got to go? Uh, cinnamon rolls, because I normally eat cinnamon rolls for lunch. Ish. Like, that's my lunch food. So that was kind of easy, but also not because I do love cinnamon rolls, but like I would normally make waffles, pancakes, or French toast. Like that's my breakfast. So, and cinnamon rolls are typically my lunch or even like a snack before dinner. So I guess in that context. So you just like sweets. We see here. I'm, I'm, I have a major sweet tooth. Like it's a problem. Like it's a problem, really, because I, <laughs> like, I need to get my vitamins in and stuff, but I just can't. Like even the other day, like when I, when I'm at like the cashier or something, and I see like all these little chocolates around, I go crazy and I have to like force myself not to buy them because it's not healthy for me. <laughs> so she said that. What I she said a cinnamon roll is her lunch, Carol J. So. Wow. Yeah, she definitely <laughs> got a she got a it's sweet not my only, yeah. It's not the only thing that I eat for lunch, but if I were to have a cinnamon roll, I would have it for lunch. Got you. I would have got like you. cinnamon. Yeah, you really can't go wrong with any of these choices, but you got to make a choice. So, Carol J, which one got to go out of these? So, pancakes, waffles, french toast, french toast and cinnamon rolls. These are all difficult. They are all excellent. That's true, but I'm going to have to agree with her. Um I cannot have a cinnamon bun in the in the uh, a cinnamon roll, excuse me, in the morning. Now for dinner, you know, then a little dessert or whatever. But yeah, it's gotta go. I gotta say deuces. Ooh. There it is. <laughs> oh, this this one because I I never I hadn't really considered this one all the way when I when I was doing this because I'm like. I like all four of these, and it's it's hard to give up. And I was like, oh yeah, I could just kick. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go outside the box here and I'm going to kick waffles out of here. Actually. Yeah. No. Yeah. I can't, I can't no. believe I'm saying it, but I'm going to kick waffles out the way because I I love pancakes and also French toast as well. But the reason that the cinnamon, the cinnamon rolls or the cinnamon buns got me is that there's this place out here in Atlanta called Slim and Huskies that has these, these cinnamon rolls and they got this one that's got blueberry sauce on it. And I don't know if I could get that up because they are good. It's got the blueberry and it's got the icing on top of it, and they just drizzle it all over. So there's no giving that up. I gotta, I gotta keep eating those. <laughs> oh, it's slimming. Yes. Wait, yes, but 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 I want to defend the waffles because right. like waffles, like they're so diverse. You can put so much stuff on the waffles, and they're still gonna be good. You can put chicken on the waffle. You can put eggs on the waffle. You can put blueberries on the waffle. You can put whatever, pretty much anything you want. You can put pasta on the waffle if you want, like sweet pasta or something. And it's still going to be good. So mm, waffles Man. have to stay. Sorry, waffles have to stay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you one thing about this whole thing is that no matter who picked what, I'm hungry now. So when this is all over, I'm going to have to find something. Right. right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, I guess I'm the odd man out. So it looks like the one that has to go since it's two to one, cinnamon rolls got to get out of here. And I see it told me, don't ever in my life fix my mouth to say get rid of waffles or she going to have to come find me. <laughs> but uh, we appreciate you, you know, playing around this uh one gotta go with it. The radio show. <laughs> I, I'm not, no, okay, okay, he's got 40 and Sebo featuring E40. I feel like that's a very lazy song title. They just put both their names together and just 40 and Sebo featuring E40 by Sebo. <laughs> You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. One gotta go with us. So, um, I see just to, um, kind of. I guess put a ball on everything here. Um, 
you are one of the artists that people should be watching for. Um, you have a great personality coupled in with uh, great work ethic uh, as far as pushing out your music and, you know, getting your career going and everything. So I just uh, wanted to say that uh, we wish you nothing but the best. Uh, hopefully when you become Madonna, you'll remember that you came on the show and you'll come back and talk to us <laughs> and uh, have another great conversation or two. Of course. I hope you're not going to, you're, you're going to change your mind about the waffles. I wasn't super confident in my answer because I, I can't break the rules and say, well, can't none of them go? One of them has to, but I, I didn't feel great about it. If that makes a difference, I didn't feel great about it. You just disown Waffle House. Just so oh, you know. no. But see, I get oh, other yes. things from Waffle House, though. <laughs> I get I get I get hash browns and, uh, you know, from Waffle House. That's usually mm -hmm. I'm getting like triple hash browns, you know. OK, you're not Carol J not buying what I'm saying. I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I love Waffle House. If they want to sponsor us, they listen. As much as that is how I've eaten over the years, they, they should know. All right. But I see it definitely. Waffle you know, House like is not going to sponsor you after you kicked your waffles out of your breakfast. <laughs> like, what? Right. See, <laughs> well, look, now we got to get IHOP. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I, I mean, what not that they're not good, too. Uh, Hopefully I didn't mess that up. Come on, Waffle House, don't hold them against me. As many times as I stop there at nighttime, but um, again, I said, you know, like I said, you are a um, uh, you're an excellent guest, a great artist on the rise, and we just wish you uh, nothing but success coming for you uh, now and in the future. Back at you guys, you're so fun. This is, I think this has been like the funnest podcast I've been on in a while. So thank you for that. Nice. We appreciate the compliment. Like I said, you're a great guest. So we just returning the energy. So again, Nastia Kai, that's an artist that you need to be checking for. Stream her music. Make her daddy proud. Spotify. Okay. Yay. Stream her. Okay. Make dad proud. Yes. All right. Check her out. Spotify, Apple Music, Title Deezer, wherever you get it. Make dad proud. Stream her music and follow her on Instagram at Nastia Kai. Again, Nastia, thank you so much for the time. And uh, we look forward to further conversation. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Enjoy. You are now listening to the radio show. All these horrible ass drivers from the following states Florida, New York, Delaware for some freaking reason, and North Carolina. I really want to pop your tires. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, Carol J, we're back here on the aftermath. We just got done talking to Nastia Kai, great singer. Uh, we got to know a lot about her. You know, she spoke about her mental health journey. But the, I'm going to tell you the one thing that stuck out with me, and you probably can resonate with this, too, because we both have daughters, is daddy was proud of her. He's like, my baby's on Spotify. That's a big deal. Right. Man, I, I wouldn't be her, her daddy after that. Because to have a supportive parent, especially with that journey that she's taking, man, this uh, daddy Kai. Yes, daddy Kai. Daddy Kai said, that's my baby. Okay, and she doing big things, and she is. And speaking of those big things, some of that is music, all right? And you need to be streaming that on all the streaming platforms, including the aforementioned Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, Tidal, wherever you get your music and streaming, you can find her on there. So make sure and you know show us some love on that. Follow her on Instagram, at Nastia Kai. It's right there on the screen for you. Show us some love, a like, a follow, a listen. All that stuff counts. Now, to give a little bit of props over here to our lovely co-host, Carol J. 
Carol J Podcast. All right. Got some episodes out there in the archives. Please go show us some love. The information is on the screen for the Carol J Podcast, wherever you stream, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Show her some love. Great content over there. All right. Lastly, for the radio show ATL, if you want to be a guest on the radio show ATL, just send us an email to radio show inbox at gmail.com. Or you can send us a text, 678-800-1677. We look forward to hearing from you. So again, much love and thank you to Nastia Kai for coming on and being a great guest. And much love to our cousin who just keep coming on through because we want her here. And that's Carol J. All right, Carol. You know, we you know we appreciate you. We love you around here. Keep on coming back. All right. Thank you, um, brother. Right. Yeah, so again, you know, we're just gonna keep dropping this heat. Uh we're thankful for all the support and we're just gonna again keep dropping these uh great interviews with these great guests. So we appreciate y'all and we'll catch y'all next time. Hi, these are the guys from the ZZ Talk Podcast. I'm Zeno. I'm Zeus. We are a podcast of two ordinary guys who talk about everything and anything, including sports, entertainment, politics. As well as an interview or two. Or five. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, or wherever else you find your podcasts. That's the ZZ Talk Podcast. ZZ-Talk Podcast. Like and subscribe. Hey, this is Alora Lovelight, and you're tuned in to the radio show ATL. Make sure to check out my latest single, Erodicy, and follow at It's The Radio Show on Instagram. If you want your music heard on the radio show, email the radio show inbox at gmail.com. <laughs>